0: Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to the Patrick Lally Show on another grand and glorious day right here in the best little city in America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're going to spend right up till five our time, right up till five our time, our time, up till five our time. Engaging in some energetic and entertaining conversation on local, state, and national news and politics. We've got a fair amount of recreation and uh, conversation about transportation and such today. And a little less politics than we often have. But still, it's there. It's there. You know what else is there here? Uber producer Dan Peters. He's right, right, I can see him. He's right over there. You can't, but I can. And he's, so he's in studio with us today, which is good. Hi, Dan.
1: Hello, Patrick.
0: Thanks for spending some time with us today through your radio information 1000 KSOO streamed live on ksoo.com or on the KSOO mobile app. Remember, we are on Twitter at P. Lally Show. Last night was the big Halloween Halloween celebration and uh I uh we we chose uh we chose not to participate. <laughs>
1: No divvying out the candies, huh? No,
0: we just went to dinner. I, You know, it wasn't because uh, we don't like Halloween or anything. We just had some stuff we had to do, had to get taken care of, some errands we had to run because uh, JP's heading out for this big, uh, she's going to go run in the, I don't think I've talked about this, she's going to go run in the Grand Canyon for three days. Yeah, I know.
1: Running around in the Grand Canyon for three days. Yeah,
0: like 20 miles a day hmm. with a pack. It's going to be like so, boot camp.
1: Oh, she's gonna, so she's going to have, like, provisions.
0: Yes, she will have provisions, but you have to carry everything with you, including your water, for three days.
1: Yeah, who's going to carry the water for JP? That's the thing about it.
0: <laughs> I don't know which one of those uh, those poor people that are in, in that group are going to end up toting her sack, but somebody's going to. It's, it'll get lighter as you go. That's <laughs> that's the only good thing. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. So we were out, uh, you know, just taking care of some business, and so we just weren't going to be home for the whole thing. And it's just like we'll just let's just turn off the lights and go and have a nice dinner, and then come back when all the hooping and hollering is done. How was it over to your place?
1: I did not get there until probably seven thirty or so, and it was. Usually in our neighborhood, we have kind of just kind of flurries of activity and then a lot of dead spots. We don't get a lot of activity, at least in our portion of the world.
0: It's kind of weird. You know, we had uh, uh, Scott Hudson on yesterday and he was bemoaning the fact that people take their kids to the mall and that kind of thing. And I saw one, I saw a, a church where they were, they were doing some sort of, they had all the cars and they had them all, you know, their trunks all opened up and they were like doing trick or treating in their parking lot and you know, and I—I I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I understand sometimes people don't want to participate in some sort of ghoulish thing, or they—they're uncomfortable with the. You know, and I, to be honest, I'm a little uncomfortable with the whole, uh, like uh, Freddy Krueger thing. You know what I mean? Like kids walking around with big slashing hands, and yeah, I—I yeah, yeah, yeah. don't like those kinds of movies, though—the slasher movies and all that.
1: People were dressing up in the hockey mask.
0: Yeah, I don't like that, and and it's just it's just a little. And I know it's just a mess, still just a little disturbing to me because I know what it sort of represents, and I don't I don't like that. So, yeah, so I understand at some measure that people uh, will will gather their you know churches will do this they'll they'll have their own sort of celebration, and and I get that part. Um, but you know, like Hudson says, going to the mall is a little ridiculous. But uh, you know, so th- but I will say this: over, uh, over in your uh, southeast neighborhoods over there, they do, they do do it upright. There's a lot of uh, there's a people in our neighborhood who have a like a they put up a big movie screen, and so they're playing movies, and they've got a fire, and chairs, and people coming and going, and so there's a kind of a stretch over there. I think it's Pillsbury, Pillsbury Lane, something like that. And it is just a—it's a hub of activity. These people get into it over there. Everybody's kind of out in the lawn, you know. They come out of their houses, and that's—that was pretty neat. That's a pretty good idea.
1: Yeah, and that gives people the opportunity to have their kids. Yeah, we know that they're out there and they've got the candy. Just all right. We're not interrupting their their uh, viewing pleasure. We're just watching.
0: And so that's that's kind of neat. I like that. Uh, also, I noticed uh, it it starts and ends earlier than it used to. Don't don't you get that impression? Like, I when I was going home after the show last night at you know six o'clock, there were kids out there, and it's fully daylight. So it's a it's kind of an early to bed, early to rise kind of situation.
1: Well, and remember, I think it's well, it's probably been you know not that long that we've had instituted that time change oh, where you don't yes. do it you don't change the time until the first weekend in november
0: that's right it used to be earlier didn't it correct it so used to it was, be the
1: last weekend in october
0: that's exact you know that's interesting because that changes the whole dynamic because as of this weekend it'll be dark at 5 30 correct oh, i hate that hate that dan i would rather have it dark in the morning to be honest
1: but I do have one particular preference, because you think of the summertime, mm-hmm. and, and if it were if the sun were starting to peak over the horizon at like 4.30 in the morning, oh, no, no, like no, no, no. yuck, I, yuck,
0: yuck.
2: I like, no, 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 no.
0: I like the, uh, the summer version. I don't necessarily need that extra hour in the morning, I eh, but I know people, everybody's different on this, everybody's different. So anyway, it was a fine, fine holiday, and uh, got through it. It was beautiful out.
1: Oh, it was just fantastic.
0: Couldn't ask for anything better than that. Usually it's cold to some degree. It was just fantastic. It's going to be cold this weekend though, right? That's what you told me. What's the latest on this? Because I am still planning on racing this weekend up in Madison for Madtown Cross.
1: It looks like more rain than snow. Mm -hmm. So that's going to get rolling pretty much early Saturday morning and Mm kind of go on all through Saturday.
0: So there's events up there in Madison. Uh, uh, The racing starts like at 5.
1: Yeah. So, so make then, sure you get your breathable stuff. Yeah, yeah. And or uh, your weatherproof.
0: And the mud. Oh the mud. How about uh how about uh, uh Sunday?
1: Sunday looks looks cold.
0: Oh good. Cold and muddy.
1: Forty four for Sunday.
0: <clears throat> Boom, cyclocross weather. Beautiful. Love it. We got a great show for you today. Our guests include uh Don Hager. He is with the Americans for Prosperity and he's been on the show before we got Don coming back. Chad Picard also been on the show before uh, just recently, but we we just talked just ever so briefly about cranksgiving. It's a great event and it's uh, this weekend and Chad will be here to talk about that. It uh, uh, collects food and raises money for uh, to feed people can't can't do it any better than that. And of course uh, the mar- the smart cyclist he's been here before Michael Christensen is our weird friend of the day. So a little bit of cycling in there for you good people, but other stuff. It's not just about the bike, man. Uh, and I'll have a P&L statement in the next break, as I always do. And uh, this just in, uh, new poll results in the governor's race released, as we talked about yesterday, those released today at one. And we'll talk about that and uh, sort of break that down and see what that means. Some uh, fundamental truths of politics being revealed in the poll results. And we'll have all that coming up after the break. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 318-319 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Time flying by, one minute at a time. And it is time for the PNL statement when we look through the news and find the things that irritate us, get our attention, cause us great joy, consternation, that sort of thing. Today, uh, as I said earlier in the show, and we mentioned yesterday, uh, we've been talking about polling quite a bit because, you know, polling's news. It's the way we roll. We like polls. And uh, the, as you recall, uh, Jell-O-Land and AgriSleader Leader Media uh, had uh, a whole round of polling a couple of weeks ago, and uh, in there was uh, the most interesting thing was that the governor's race tied, 45-45, right? So uh, they did another round the last couple of days, and... Um, those results came out one o'clock today, and uh, uh, again, these are this is you know conducted and paid for by uh, your friends in those other media outlets, Argus Leader Media and Kelloland. Land, um, and so they did this poll twenty um, ninth between twenty ninth and thirty first, so pretty recent, which is good. Finished up yesterday, five hundred likely voters, which is good. Weighted ge- geographically. Which is good, both landlines and cell lines. Which is good, and uh, here is the deal. So, here is here is what people okay. Let's let's talk about some some sort of uh, widely held uh, beliefs by people, right? Everybody says I don't like that negative advertising. I don't. I just don't like when they're mean to. Why did it gotta be so mean? I just don't like it. Well. You're going to find out why here in just about 30 seconds. As you remember, Democrat Billy Sutton, Republican Christy Noem, we're tied. And as you'll also remember, we talked a lot about favorable ratings on this program uh, because it was remarkable that Billy Sutton was sitting there with a 50% favorable rating. And Christy Noem was at 44. Uh, you know, a lot of people in the 40. Uh, Dusty Johnson. He's up by 23 points, but his favorable rating, 44. So the fact that Billy Sutton was up there at 50 was like low-hanging fruit in the political world, people. And you remember also that the poll was taken before the uh, onslaught of uh, big ads from the Gnome campaign, from both sides, really, and before the debates and all that. So I said at the time, hmm, that's interesting. I would bet you're going to see the missiles uncapped. And, in fact, you saw the missiles uncapped. And fired, one after another, at Billy Sutton. And here's why. Today, the poll says, Christy Nome 47, Billy Sutton, 44. Still within the margin of error of four and a half percentage points, but three points in change in that period of time is still significant. It doesn't mean that Christy Noem's going to win, but I'd rather be three points up than three points down. Okay, let's just say that. Now, here's the other interesting thing. Now, Billy's favorable ratings, 44. (laughs) Christy Noem's, 46. Unfavorable, 32, 37. Neutral, 22, 17. So now they're basically on the same level in terms of what people think of them. That's why negative advertising exists. People, because it works, it works pretty well. When you need to to do this this simple thing, make your opponent not as happy-go-lucky dude in a cowboy hat, smiling with a great story. You know that that gets you into the ring, but once you're in the ring, you got to get your mitts up because you're going to get punched, and you're going to get punched a lot. And the degree to which Billy Sutton is able to punch back. Nah, a little bit, a little bit, but even in the debates, he's not, he's not as direct as he needs to be to counter that message. And they had to know it was coming. Not everybody, anybody that pays any attention knew it was coming. The haymakers were going to fly and they have, and they've been very, very sharp. Now I will say, uh, there's, there's a, there's one ad that's drawn particular attention and that's Billy's neighbor saying he's liberal. Uh, the, the, all right. The, the people in that ad, these are not just uh, neighborly ranchers down the road. OK, they're delegates to the state convention. Republicans, they're they're Republican activists. They're involved in Republican politics. They're not um, just people they happened to find when they were out at the cafe. All right. Let's get that out there. And it's pretty nasty. The ad's the ads, pretty nasty, okay? There's no doubt about it. But the message is sharp. And that's why they do it, because it works. And so now Billy Sutton is less uh, a, a former rodeo star who had an unfortunate accident. It's in a wheelchair and has a nice hat and a good smile. Uh, now he's a guy who... You know, doesn't mind Bernie Sanders and is a little bit wishy-washy on income tax and is a little bit, uh, you know, is he really pro-life? That's what it does. the The, the gnome camp defined Billy Sutton. How and it's it's not an easy thing to counter, and that's why camps start going negative on both sides. And I just don't think um, my 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 sort of. Observationist view of this is that the Democrats have not responded in kind, and they should have. They should have. Why are they not talking about christy Nome's uh, rather sketchy inheritance tax story? That thing has been torn apart and ripped up so many times. There's, it's just, it's, 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 it should be used, and it's not being used. Okay, how come they're not connecting her m- more directly with President? Trump who was here campaigning for her where where are, is the differentiator on 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 tariffs and trade policy why are they not using that i don't know this is good stuff people billy i said this before billy sutton's campaign had to do everything right to win they got into the ring with a decent candidate with a good story and the timing is pretty good they got into the ring And they got their mitts up there right away, and they took a couple blows, and then they just kind of meekly slapped away at Kristi Noem. And now, she's three points up. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the election. There's a lot left to do in the final days. Get out the vote, as we've said many times, is a big, big deal, but you got to do everything right if you're going to beat a powerful Republican machine in South Dakota. Some of these are unforced errors and I don't know the reason why, but they got a couple days to, to, you know, start punching above their weight. Now's the time. That's the bottom line on the P and statement for today. You can agree or disagree with me, Patrick at KSO.com. You can Twitter at us at P show, the tweeteries love the, love the tweeteries. Coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, the smart cyclist Michael Christensen is here and in studio, ladies and gentlemen, on Weird Friends. Stay with us. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.
1: 335
0: on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we're getting up off our knees with the house Martins, and we're going to ride some bikes and talk about biking and just being fun and doing that kind of stuff with the smart cyclist Michael Christensen. Uh, uh, Michael, thanks for being here. Here I am. Thanks for having me once again, because it's Thursday. Except last week, you were on the
3: road. I was on the road Thursday last week. Rabbit City, All State Orchestra
0: and Choir, and also a lot of mountain biking. Apparently,
3: I went to Hanson
0: Larson Park two days in a row. Is that the one in town then? Yes. The big, is that M Hill and all that? That is
3: formerly known as M Hill. Um, and then renamed Hanson Larson Memorial Park. I think when they donated the land and donated the
0: dollars to Bill Terrell. Is, is that where the money came from?
3: Yes. I did not know that. It's, yeah. It's a family money. I, yeah, yeah. It's cool there now. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, we spent, I spent four hours total in there and rode Two basically two unique sections of oh, the wow. area, so That's it's cool. very big and nice. I stayed at the Holiday in downtown, and so within it was a fifteen-minute ride yeah. from there to the hill, and two hours on the hill and great mountain went biking.
0: Back. Great mountain biking
3: in Rapid City. Too bad you're in Rapid City. You know, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> while it's small, <laughs> I did it again where we went. I parked the car on Thursday, yeah. never touched it again. That's cool until we left. Now, we did everything two or three times that was available to in yeah, Rapid right. City. But yeah, I, I actually,
0: I do like, like Rapid City you know, more than maybe the average person. It's nice of you to say. Um, I was just remembering the last time I was on M. Hill was the night of my brother's bachelor party, and I don't think we should go into that. <laughs> did you fall off? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're not going into that. Basically. <laughs> It was not good, but it was a it was a nice moment. Um, anyway, yes, uh, that's not why you're here. You're the shift. here. Uh, you're here because time. Well, we're going to talk about the time change because it becomes a very um, important. Uh, our our lives change as as cyclists a little bit because it's dark all of a sudden all the time. Right.
3: Um. Yeah. Part of smart cycling is being aware that uh, Sunday we'll shift our clocks back an hour, which means when we leave work. It's going to be dark. You got to be lit. 5 uh, 618 is the sunset right now. So it's going to be a little bit earlier than than 518 mm-hmm. on Monday.
0: We'll say 515. Yeah. So sunset. it's going
3: to it's going to surprise some people.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, now the morning ride should be brighter than it's been.
0: <laughs> if you get <laughs> for up in time
3: while. for that. If you get up in time for that, it'll be brighter than it was. All but yeah, so 518 it's going to be dark already and so Um, we're, we're thinking about that, preparing for that. Um, not just
0: as cyclists ourselves, but we're doing some outreach.
3: Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, so Falls Area Bicyclists, um, the club I'm president of is actually doing some outreach. We're doing a, a giving lights away kind of a thing. Um, they, we got, uh, 75 white Blinkies and 75 red Blinkies from Ace Hardware Downtown. Thank you, Ace Hardware Downtown. Thanks, Ace Hardware Downtown. Did you know there's an Ace Hardware Downtown?
0: As a matter of fact, I do know there's an Ace Hardware Downtown.
3: It makes living downtown ever so incrementally better because you can go buy something without having to get in your car and go to the 41st Street area. Yeah, like if you need caulk. Yes, you can buy caulk and you can do your plumbing instead of having to get in your car and go do your plumbing. I just bought something there. What was it? Mm, I go
0: there whenever I can. Okay. I bought a very small screwdriver set there. Okay. There you go. So they gave us some lights. And some almonds. Which, <laughs> the impulse buy at
3: the, at the register, right? Yes. I need almonds. <sighs> okay. They gave us lights. That's awesome. Lights. And so what's going to happen? Picture, picture a frame of chicken wire. And picture these red, red, red and white blinky lights mm-hmm. wrapped around this chicken wire. And picture a frame of that. And all of them blinking Monday night mm-hmm. at 518 in the dark. And it's a, it's a, if you don't have lights, come by and get them. And we're going to hang out down in the downtown Eighth street area. We're trying to get people who ride their bike back and forth to work, to and from work all year round. People who are, or just, just
0: generally to, to, you know, that's their form of transportation.
3: Yep. Yep. And, uh, if you don't have lights, stop by and get them Uh, legally at night. You have to ride with lights. Mm -hmm. Um, it's smart at night to ride with lights. Um, most of the car bike crashes, that occur nationwide happen when it's dark. Um, there was just
0: one I uh, can't remember where it was, but it was somebody who was riding a bike um um at night, no lights. Clearly by the description somebody who um is is not a rich person. Mm-hmm. You know, not like hobbyists like us who used it and was was hit and killed. And okay. this is why and these are these lights are not, you know, you're not going to illuminate your path with these things. Right. These are
3: we talk about two classifications of lights: those that you can see with, and those you can be seen with. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just having just having a red blinky lights, even however small it is, mm-hmm. having one helps. And having something on the front, white on the front, can help. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're we're giving those away. We're drawing attention to yes, people are still riding. Yes, you should still be safe while you ride. Um, and and they, and it's uh, outreach to drivers too to say. Psst, remain diligent because there's people out there that don't drive that, that you should still pay attention to it and see when they're on the streets.
0: A lot of, a lot of people who ride bikes, um, again, they're not hobbyists like you and I, they're not, uh, you know, talking about the finer points of the, uh, <laughs> you know, SRAM versus Shimano derailleur. Right. Um, they just use the bike cause that's how they get around and maybe they don't have lights. Maybe they don't even think about lights. Yep. The, this is what we're trying to do: is get those lights on bikes of people who probably are the most vulnerable when it comes to accidents.
3: Yes. Yep. Definitely. So, and so
0: fine work by Fab, and and it wasn't uh, really wasn't uh, you or I that came up with that idea, was it? We helped. Okay. Well, I was not. I'm but not even on the board anymore. The
3: actual execution of the thing, right, is is being put together by volunteers and interested people, and yeah, good. It's, it's been a. It's actually been a great team effort. That, yeah, that's awesome. That, uh,
0: yeah. All I said was, you know, I think Ace has some of those lights. Yep. And we said, oh. <laughs> and then somebody went and talked to Ace. And we'll go. And Kevin Nyberg and the gang over there at the uh, Ace Hardware with the downtown location Yeah, helped us out. Awful nice of them.
3: Ace played into another thing that Fab did. What's that? So last weekend was the Tweed Ride. Mm. Tweed hollow tweed hallow tweed it used so to be it was, just the tweed
0: right now it's a halloween and tweed it
3: was ha- and, and uh, the riders went to ace and, and filled up a bike trailer or two full of goods and in their in their tweed went over to saint francis house and dropped off those goods and so it was the downtown oh, cool. ace and then the and we paid for stuff there and and trucked it over and gave it to the saint francis house and met some of their needs at the saint francis house like what kind of goods um your hygiene stuff oh, that kind of stuff right on yeah stuff that Everybody needs and everybody can use. Looked like a good crowd. Yeah, there's 20 or 30 people. See, all dressed this up is, in that good costume wool. This is cyclists giving back.
0: It is. And You know what's weird is that uh, on the very same program, after the news and weather at the top of the hour, we're going to we're going to talk about more cyclists giving back, which is kind of weird. You probably don't even know this. Do you? I don't know this. Cranksgiving. We're going to talk about Cranksgiving. Very good. It's just by just yeah. coincidental. Yeah. Weird, huh?
3: You sure? Or maybe. <laughs> Or maybe it's the kind of people who ride. (laughs) That could be. Good, solid folk. Um,
0: We're going to come right back uh, with the smart cyclist, Michael Christensen, because there's some other cool stuff going on that you need to know about, and uh, we'll chat. It's going to be fun. We'll be right back. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 347 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we have the one, the only... Smart cyclist in the studio with us today, Michael Christensen, who joins us for Weird Friends about once a week, usually on Thursdays, unless he's traveling, which he often is. Hey, uh, Michael, um, yep. also coming up, uh, we, we have so many things coming up. People think, oh, you know, what's going on in, in uh, South Sioux Falls, South Dakota in November that I can participate in? Well, guess what? Yeah. There's it's, there's a lot. Yes. And uh, uh, Saturday is the latest installment of your uh, Saturday morning coffee shop ride. The Saturday morning coffee, or
3: sorry, officially the Saturday coffee shop ride. There you go. Um, the October version is November third, <laughs> because <laughs> well, I like I like to be hard to find sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. So yeah, that's a that's a fun ride. We're this time we're going Caribou Coffee, Forty First and Holly. Where is that now? Um, you think Best Buy area ah, at the western no, Mall. I know and sort across like the street Einstein there. Einstein Bagel. Yes.
0: A- that's not a bad spot.
3: Yep. So we're gathering there. We're going to ride an hour, a loop from there. So we return there in an hour and then we go in and enjoy some bagels and some coffee. And that one's memorable because one of the first times we did that, it was raining and like 42 degrees and there was like 20 people on the ride. And so we were all very cold and wet at the end. May it rained the whole time.
0: That may be how it is this Saturday. That's
3: right. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yes, you made me look at the weather forecast as I was sitting here and I, I agree. Saturday
0: does look pretty damp. Now, these are weather forecasts. Things can change. Yeah. Is it a lot of rain? I don't know. Right. I mean, you know, if it's a little damp, that's okay. If it's a lot of rain, we might have an interesting time on Saturday evening up at uh, Madtown Cross. I, I was, in fact, doing a comparison Sioux Falls Saturday to Mad- Madison
3: mm-hmm. Saturday, mm-hmm. and Madison does look more wet than Sioux Falls. So. Oh, God. And, yeah, so, yeah, Saturday coffee shop ride in the morning. That evening, we're headed, uh, you and I, even— Yes, are are headed to Madison, South Dakota for Madtown Cyclocross Racing. It's
0: going to be muddy, do and I if think, it's wet, it's going to be muddy. Do You think um, we've dark? We've had we've had to race in the mud um, a lot this year. Yes, so it's not I, it's not really unusual anymore. But when you know it's going to be muddy, you just start like ugh what tires i gotta do some change some stuff yeah it's just you, not fun
3: yep different different clothes different tires big, different mental attitude a
0: couple of big garbage bags to throw all your junk in <laughs> that's right oh yeah, yeah. But it's fun then you get done and you go that was epic it was sometimes
3: you hate it while you're doing it but then <laughs> then as soon as you're done you're like Let's go some more. Yeah. Well, then we get to do it on Sunday too. That's so. right. Sunday, which the forecast is a little bit better Sunday. So it depends on how wet it gets Saturday. Sunday may dry out for some of the later races. They probably never let us back into Madison. Yeah. I, I sort of think that's a risk. <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't had that experience in this area yet. Uh, I've left some areas wondering, I
0: wonder if I'll be back here next year. After like it gets Mason City. But here's the deal. Let's just get this out there right now. There mm-hmm. have been studies, studies. That the, the stuff grows back, It grows back. It looks bad, but it always grows back That's because right. the grass is dormant, right? Even if you don't think it's dormant, it's dormant. The grass is dormant. You're not going to kill it. And, uh, there was a national cyclocross race down in Austin, Texas a couple of years ago. And the people were freaking out because it rained, you know, uh-huh. and they've got some of these big old trees there and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like two days later, you could barely tell they were there. That's how it goes. Yep. Grass mm-hmm. is incredibly resilient. As a matter of fact, grass was here before we were. And it will be here after. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Grass is amazing.
2: Uh, nature has
0: a way. Nature does have a way. And so does John Barry, who we thankfully is organizing this race up there. And so it's not my fault. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we are, we are thankful for that event because it's, it's,
3: it's fun to have what we did a couple weeks ago at Elmwood. Mm-hmm. Then we head up to Madison, mm-hmm. South Dakota for this one, mm-hmm. which is nice and close to home. Mm-hmm. And then the we'll weekend watch. after that. We're headed to Frosty Cross in Lamar's, Iowa, so the annual stop at the ice cream shop.
0: I well, I have bad news for you. Oh, really? It's just a little. This is a little known fact um, that I found out recently from is it some of my friends who are, are Lamar's officiated who are who are residents of Lamar's. And I am dreading perhaps, this know. news. Yeah, it's uh, the the uh, the ice cream shop under under remodeling. It's going to be closed.
3: Okay. That's better than permanently closed. No, no, it's not permanently
0: They're closed. They're just remodeling. And
3: what a time to do it in November, December. Right. She, it makes
0: sense November. until you think about it being Frosty Cross. <laughs> and they, the fine people down there in Lamars, of course, is, is the uh, ice cream capital of the world. Right. So, Blue Bunny. Blue Bunny. I'm sure we'll be able to find some ice cream somewhere if we really want it.
3: Maybe someone will, knowing that the place is being remodeled, maybe someone will supply the race some uh, ice cream to have available there.
0: Yeah, like a, a Wells Blue Bunny pop-up shop.
3: Yeah, because God knows you don't need refrigeration at Frosty Cross because no, it's always just, 30.
0: They just bring a bucket out to the... They've got the uh, the park in Lamar's, which is a beautiful little town, by the way. They have this really cool park. It's got a, a lake in it, so there's a bunch of sand on the course. They have built these torturous steps in there. And, uh, oh, the and it's, it is a wonderful uh, little spot, but it's got this like house, this old cabin,
3: build a big fire and it's, yeah, the scene there is wonderful and they have so many kids involved in their cycling in the central junior cycling Mm -hmm. program that, yeah, it's a great event. It's a great time to see kids there and going around. So,
0: and this is a little known fact about our friends in Lamar's. Um, They know how to have a good time. They do. (laughs) As it turns out, which is maybe why I might like stay in Lamar's is are there, you know, are there any hotels in Lamar's? There has to be. If I, I never made, noticed.
3: If I made plug, I already have my reservations at the Holiday Inn Express. There's a Holiday Inn Express. Yep. You should see how many points I have. from I, staying exclusively at Holiday Inn Express. I know. I was just
0: going to say that I could get my IMG points. I think this, I, now the the plugs have gone completely off the rails.
3: <laughs> I think I get upgraded without even knowing it now. <laughs>
0: Because the internet knows. I
3: walk in the door and it's like, wow, this room's big. And then it just keeps getting bigger.
0: So we have a couple of good weekends ahead of us. Uh, uh The smart cyclist, Michael Christensen, will be out and about.
3: Can I ask you? Yeah. What are you racing? How many events are you racing at Madison on Sunday? I think Do you know?
0: one on Saturday, two on Sunday. Okay. I think. Yep. Unless I back out of one of them. Good enough for me. All right. We'll Um, be be toe-to-toe, bar-to-bar. Yeah, we're going to share a start line. Yeah, Um, we'll have to let people know how that goes badly. It goes Patrick wins. No, it doesn't. Uh, Thank you, sir, for being here. Uh, We will be right back after this uh, with the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, and uh, we'll finish up this day somehow. This is the Patrick Lally Show Information 1000 KSOO. Three fifty-eight on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOL. Coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters. It's Chad Picard from Spoken Sport Bikes. More bike talk. That's awesome. We're gonna talk about Cranks giving giving back people giving back. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOL. Four oh six on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. And I'm happy to have in the studio with us today uh, a return engagement from not too too long ago because we ran out of time to talk about something very important. Chad Picard, owner of uh, Spoken Sport Bikes, is with us. Chad, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. So the last time you were here, we were talking about uh, e-bikes uh, and the great yeah. uh, the great uh, persecution of the e-bike industry. <laughs> Right? Has that changed? Anything, uh, is there no, any developments?
4: Nothing, no, nothing's changed with that. The tariffs, is, I assume, is what you're talking about. No, no. Or, or, or just talking the, about e-bikes oh, and tariffs. Yeah.
0: No, e-bikes. Yeah, e-bikes. The, e-bikes. We're still awaiting some sort of development on that.
4: Oh, with... Yeah, the, with the city. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I just want to update the listeners on the <laughs> yeah. all-important e-bike. Glad I'm here to help. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, what we didn't... Get, by the way, did you ride the... You said... The thing you forgot I, to say last I, time you were here...
4: I... So I... I um, we were going to joke about getting from downtown to here quickly on an e-bike and how it wasn't that bad. Right. And then I wanted to make the offer that if anybody wants to do a ride on an e-bike, let me know. I, You know, if you want me to bring yeah. some e-bikes to your work or anything like that, I'd be happy to show them off and have some fun.
0: And it's not that bad. So, like, if you're coming from down, well, especially to Results Radio here because we are uh, conveniently located at the corner of, uh, well, on Tennis c- Lane here, 57. the center of
4: me- the media world. Yeah,
0: 57th and Louise, and but there's a bike trail spur that comes right up to 57th yeah. Street. It's, it's marvelous.
4: Yeah. Came from downtown on the bike trail. Yeah.
0: And I do it all the time, and it's, I can do it in under 30 minutes. And you tell uh, me- 27. <laughs> I'm just rounding. Under yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes. And and if you had to drive from, say, 6th and Phillips, near where I uh, uh, start that leg of my journey, to here, yeah, to the, the Results Radio Empire- out here at 57th Louise, how long would it take you to drive?
4: Me or the average person? I, I, uh, a half hour at the very least. Right around At the, at the very least, You yeah.
0: might be. It, from that particular spot, because it's now in town yeah. and because of the way the bike trail is configured and all that stuff, Yeah, you, can, you, you just about can get here as fast on a bike.
4: I would say faster.
0: If all things are, well, and if, you were, if you really wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're on an
4: e-bike and could go 28 yeah. miles an hour. I think I probably got here from my house quicker than I could have driven at, at the time I left because yes. traffic around this yes. time it's is tough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that was the e-bike conversation. And I drive an <laughs> <a> 18-wheeler. <laughs> I can't turn. Just I, can't. I, I can only turn right. I, can't. <laughs> I can only turn left. The, uh, uh, but we said when you were here the last time, now that we've updated everybody on the e-bike situation, um, is that, that uh, what was coming up, uh, uh, we talked just very
4: briefly about cranksgiving. Yeah. Which is a
0: fabulous, fabulous event that uh, you've been participating in now for how long?
4: It's been five years for us. It's actually the 20th anniversary um, for the original Cranksgiving event.
0: Which started like New York City or something? Yep, New York
4: City in
0: 1999. And uh, tell the good people uh, just briefly, give them give them a taste of what what Cranksgiving is.
4: So we'll, we'll start at uh, Spoken Sport at noon. We'll get everybody's registration and waivers taken care of. And um, at 1 o'clock, we'll send everybody off. They'll have a list of food items that they need to get. And there's points for certain food mm-hmm. items. And also there's extra points for people being the first one back, uh, certain grocery stores who want to support the local guys, so like the food co-op and Pomegranate. You get extra points for visiting those places. Uh, and then uh, you you race back to the store, and we, we keep score for everybody, and uh, and then we award some prizes to those that have the the most. And then there's also a team version as well, which gets pretty competitive. Yeah, and two things. One, you have to do it on a bike. Yeah, uh, or we're allowing some runners this year.
0: Well, they're going to lose.
4: I, have I think, you seen some of those runners?
0: Uh, <laughs> well, yes. Uh, the, the backsides you have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, e-bikes? Yeah, e-bikes. That's cheating. E- is it? A, is it a separate category?
4: No, it's not cheating. It's cheating. It's, it's not cheating. Then number 3 we're also allowing unicycles.
0: <laughs> well, that's okay. Number three, then point to make is that you have to follow all the traffic laws. Yeah. Yep. That's that's we're not you're not encouraging any sort of scofflawish.
4: Yeah. There's no. We don't want any chaos. We do want uh, everybody to be safe and um, no injuries.
0: The other thing about it is that you when everybody gets back it's a big party
4: yeah yeah we have some food um and just that that everybody's just really excited to see who won um it and it's a great community we got lots of cyclists the weather's gonna be great uh you're gonna see your friends that you've been riding with all year uh, maybe some coworkers that if you have enough teams from work you can beat the the, the team that you don't like or doesn't like you whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever and just, however that may work yeah. out
0: in your own particular yeah. office politics situation yeah yeah so but uh, the team thing You get a, there's a trophy.
4: Yeah, there is a trophy. Um, It is a, it's a turkey made out of bike parts. It's kind of a traveling trophy.
0: Yeah. It's only one.
4: Yeah. There's only one.
0: You have to give it back at
4: the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how many, like last year, there were a lot of people last year. Uh, We had uh, between 50 and 75. That's round. Yeah. So (laughs) so, a thousand.
0: (laughs) It's Jazz Fest. It's (laughs) 10,000 people.
4: No, it's a
0: joke. From my friends at Jazz Fest, we, but the Cranksgiving uh, will start, like you said, started in New York. Uh, yeah, why? I mean, what's so, the point here?
4: It started as um, there's, there's an event called an Alley Cat, which is uh, basically just a bunch of cyclists having a goofy competition uh, where they race from point to point, and they decided that they wanted to have a they wanted to do it for a cause, and and the cause they picked was giving food to those in need over the holidays. And they gave it a name. They called it Cranksgiving. And the original group has encouraged other communities to adopt kind of the same event. And all, all the events all over the U.S. are completely different. Um, but they're all in the same in that they're, they're designed to collect food for different organizations, for people that are in need over the holidays. And we're collecting food for Feeding South Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, which distributes food for people in need for Thanksgiving. And uh,
0: yeah, we had a lot of food last year.
4: We filled up three barrels of food. That's a lot of Which is, I mean, I think that's like 500 pounds. Man. I mean, that's a lot of canned goods.
0: Yeah. And you got to carry those on your bike, too. That's the other thing. You got to come prepared.
4: Yeah. You got to come with a backpack, um, you know, some bags on your bike, maybe a trailer. We're trying to find that one item that's like really huge to give maybe some bonus points. How like, about an
0: actual turkey?
4: It has to be non-perishable. That canned ham? Maybe. A big one? Uh, a case of canned ham? Like a spam? Or like a 16-count of toilet paper rolls?
0: <laughs> no, no, like... I mean, they four, need that, too, you know. Four canned hams. Yeah. Could be like, uh, you know, the the seven days of Cranksgiving.
4: Maybe we'll do like a, a Costco something or other, where you can, you can get like a something big and canned.
0: It's not, it's not local, though. It's not local. You can do that at... Uh, the, some of the pomegranate or whatever.
4: So I'll, Maybe it, I should go look and see what I can find that's just the just bonus get, item.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, if you can get this back.
4: <laughs> Ten points. This freezer is full of turkeys. If you bring the freezer, you that's win. The, peri- the freezer is not perishable
0: uh, We're going to come right back and talk more with Chad Picard, owner of Spoken Sport Bikes, uh, about uh, cranksgiving and other things that may arise. We'll come right back after this short message. On the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 420 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we are chatting with Chad Picard, who is a man- no, manager. You're the owner. The owner. You're the owner yes, of president.
4: Spoken.
0: <laughs> how long? How many years now? Uh, 16. 16 years as owner of Spoken Sport Bikes. You took over when you were 12. And a half. 12 and a half. Um, uh, which is on Minnesota Avenue. If you don't know where that is, everybody
4: knows where it is because it's on Minnesota Avenue. Just follow the construction. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going for you? Uh, it's been, you know, we'll be happy when it's gone. It's tough for everybody. It there are businesses that have closed this summer along that stretch. Um, I, I'm, I don't know that it's be strictly because of construction, but I know that they closed this summer.
0: It's taking a long time. It seems it like it's going on interminably, and they're not moving. I mean, it's like it's just yeah. Well, um, we're still open. Way come, to go. Come visit. Yeah. <laughs> throw them a bone. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. uh, support your local bike shops. Um, we're talking about Cranksgiving though, yeah. which is, I don't think we said when it is. It's, it's, it, it's coming up it's next Saturday, November 10th, not this Saturday, next Saturday. And then you, uh, uh, show up when give us, uh show, show up how do at noon
4: this? there's you know if you haven't registered um, show up at noon we'll get you registered there's waivers and stuff we got to take care of and then we can just you know you can talk to other people s- strategize with your team or if you're going solo you can just stare everybody down
0: uh <laughs> intimidation <laughs> yeah yeah is, it caught, is there an entry fee
4: no no entry it's, fee it's just you do it to collect the food
0: yeah well, you should, like, is there a free will offering or something? You can just give them.
4: Uh, people can bring food. If they want to, we'll get barrels, I think, tomorrow. If people want to bring food and if donate. If they can't to, be there? Yeah, if they can't be there, bring some non-perishable items. I'll probably have to do that because, you know, it's the same day as Frosty Cross. Yeah.
0: But that's that's a very limited number of people that would. So you've, you're still
4: drawing from the huge cycling community here in, in Sioux yeah. Falls, South Dakota. Um, and, and even people that just want to get out and have some fun that day it's yeah. not just cyclists we're we're really hoping to get I, i'd love to see a team uh the augustana from augie and a team from usf oh uh, yeah. the augie alumni should be there yeah they they've they always beat us in the uh bike to work challenge oh that's right yeah um so the
0: team thing like if i want to get a team can i still do that absolutely okay so what, i mean how many people do i need five people on a team that's a lot five people on a. am um, just because if you're me <laughs> um, five people on a team then so you just add up my points is that how it works is it like a relay
4: it, well you can, you can do it uh, it's really based on, on points for food so you can send one group one direction and you know to maybe hit some grocery stores that are more points but further away and then have you know another part of your team hit some other places that are closer by
0: so you can split up you don't have to stay together right what if you do stay together and you all go to every place is that advantageous
4: uh if you want to be friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do people generally I, stay together or do they split up I, you know i know I, I, I just
4: put on the event <laughs> i i would come early and work on your on some strategery yeah, with uh and intimidation. with your team yeah we 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 will uh, in the days leading up to it we will announce the food list and uh, oh that's not known yet no no uh, it's it's non-perishable items i mean
2: I mean, but it's Thanksgiving. I things. mean, we're
4: talking. I mean, basically, canned cranberries, yeah. right? It's not just any can of food. It's, it's not. It's a checklist. Yeah, yeah it's a checklist, and we'll we'll release the, the points that you get for where you can go, and then you can start. You know, you start. You got to start thinking outside the box a little bit. Like, what gas station may have soup in a cup, mm. or you know, what uh, what does Walgreens have that you can grab? Yeah. Well, so, this is it's yeah. really
0: fascinating. So, how long does it take?
4: generally starts at uh, one it starts at one and i think the cutoff time is is uh it's three o'clock so if, if you if you don't make it in before three o'clock it, you're it, done you're done you're just you are dq'd but we <laughs> we take your food <laughs> uh and it's that's the funnest part is probably that 15 minutes before three o'clock because people are coming in just sweating and racing to get their their stuff checked in and
0: yeah. I did it uh, I think the first year or the second year and I was on my old it was it was torturous cuz it was too fu- I was, did not have the efficient machine that I needed to make yeah. it work and, and it kind of died out there.
4: You did it right. <laughs> you didn't you weren't DQ'd. <laughs> no, I made it back. I just quit. No,
0: um, so uh, and and do I have to sign my team up. I don't have to sign up my team in advance. I just have to have everybody
4: there. Yeah, you can you can sign up in advance, okay. but you can also sign up the day of.
0: And um, all the food goes to Feeding South Dakota, which is yeah. fantastic. Uh,
4: is everybody doing it
0: across the nation on the same day?
4: No, it's, it's different days. Okay. Um, Sioux City has one going on, and I can't remember the date, but I think it's the week after. I think it is. Um, and For our
0: friends down in northwest Iowa and such.
4: Yeah, and I think there's, there's over 50 places doing it.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, and it's just another great event that uh, a cyclist giving back in this community. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and there's other uh, feeding South Dakota has some other great events. They've got some matching events going on to get some funds in to make sure that people are fed over the holidays. And yeah. uh, next
0: time yeah. you should bring some one of those people with you.
4: I should. <laughs> <laughs> that's, they they that's had another event going on. That's today, not actually. fair. That they're, is they're not. At, that was uh, a low
0: blow by me. Uh,
4: they're at they're at uh, another open house today. That's they were going and they they, yeah. they agreed to come. And then they realized, oops, they double booked.
0: Well, Chad Picard, owner of Spoken Sport. Uh, next Saturday, the 10th, is Cranksgiving. And people just come out. And if you want to drop off some food for Feeding South Dakota, just do that. If you're a cyclist and you can't be there, just get just help. That's all we're asking. It's the holidays, yeah. man.
4: Yeah, and you can find information on uh, Facebook. If, you go, if you're on our Facebook page, it's mm-hmm. on our event uh, list. Uh, also on our website, snsbikes.com, there's a banner that will scroll across. You can just click on that cool um or if you just search cranksgiving sioux Falls, south you'll dakota find you'll find it it's easy chad picard thanks for being here yeah thanks for having me
0: coming up after the news and weather we're going to chat with don hager for americans for prosperity we'll talk about some uh ballot initiatives and politics this is the patrick lally show information 1000 ksoo 434 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. And uh, it is definitely political season, as we know, and a lot of questions on the ballot that we've been talking about here on the Patrick Lally Show. And uh, so we welcome back Don Hager, who is the uh, you're South Dakota Director of Americans for Prosperity. Isn't it something like right. that? Right,
2: State Director of Americans for Prosperity, South Dakota. Glad to be here. Yeah, well, um, thanks for being here, Don. I really appreciate it.
0: So um, you were on uh, maybe a month ago or something. About so. a month. Yeah, we were talking about uh, uh, a lot of the ballot initiatives. Now, uh, Americans for Prosperity, remind people, uh, who the heck are these people?
2: Well, we're all about, uh, you know, breaking down barriers that uh, prevent uh, – Get in the way of people uh, achieving their American dream and we promote a free and open society.
0: So uh, generally speaking, you are against uh, uh, government, big government uh, taxation, uh, unnecessary taxation, we'll call it, Um, uh, you know, limits on personal liberty. Uh, things of this nature.
2: All true. Yeah. All true. Those are all what I would call barriers, and so we're you know we're going to fight against that sort of thing.
0: Which brings us to uh, our uh, biannual uh, celebration of, of of public input, which is the ballot initiative process. And um, so the one that you've been involved with a lot is IM twenty five, which is the tobacco tax. Uh, and the last time you were here, we talked a little bit about that. But since you were here last, there's been a push by the by basically mark mickelson speaker of the house who's behind this effort and the it's a dollar a pack to raise money for uh to try and lower tech school tuition now what mr mickelson says the speaker of the house says that uh uh, your side generally speaking there's a campaign going on that if people say that this thing is bad it's because they're uh, paid off by the tobacco companies but well, i'm 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 encapsulating that a bit, but he says that. He right. says these are out of state interests. they're they're tobacco companies, and so don't believe them. What's your response to the fact that he says that that this is is a good thing and that people are against it are not telling you the truth i i
2: I think the the thing to remember is both the Republican and the Democratic Party have come out and passed resolutions opposing this initiative. Uh, at their uh, national, at their state conventions here in South Dakota, both governor candidates, Christy Nome and Billy Sutton, each have said they voted against or mm-hmm. will vote against this measure. So, uh, and even even groups as diverse as the South Dakota Education Association and Americans for Prosperity, we're on the same side in this. So, don't tell me it's just some big tobacco opposition there are a a, a the tobacco companies oh, yeah. to be
0: fair have their campaign
2: against IM25 sure. for different reasons than you do sure and, you know but and and south dakota retailers there is a broad diverse uh, opposition to this here in south dakota
0: so he's your your contention here is at some measure that that the speaker is kind of focusing on on some of the big money people that are putting a lot of money into a camp part of this campaign and leaving out People who
2: maybe aren't pouring a gobs and gobs of money in, but oppose it for different reasons, yeah, really, I think the important thing is to look at the issue itself and 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 look at the message or the issue and not who's funding this part of the campaign or that part of the campaign uh, it's uh, It's more important to ask yourself, is this wise fiscal policy uh, to do this? and uh, the answer clearly is no uh from a bipartisan perspective and in fact even the legislature which considered a a virtual mirror of this uh thumped it frankly well in, that's why in, the speaker put affairs. it in that's why the speaker put it in well he put ballot. it in before that yeah. uh and then the legislature um also rejected it got it mm-hmm.
0: um so what are your thoughts on uh another criticism of this of IM25 uh, and that is that that there's no guarantee that the money will be used the way it's intended um is that's the campaign that's there's a advertising campaign that's pointing that out uh the 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 speaker says that's just not true i wrote it does americans for prosperity do you share that concern or are you just worried about the taxes in general
2: no we do share that concern and and the reason for that is it's fact um, on multiple occasions, uh, it's almost a practice in the legislature to strip an existing fund and use those dollars for for what was originally proposed. In fact, most recently in 2015, and I was there, mm-hmm. as was Speaker Mickelson, we stripped the uh, tax dollars from the Tobacco Prevention and Reduction Fund mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, he voted to strip the fund too. And that was a tobacco tax fund. And that. So it, it happens very commonly. Video lottery is stripped. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, it happens almost every year. Well, and it should be pointed out yeah.
0: too that even if, as uh, Speaker Mickelson says, he wrote it, it's in there. Well, I am 22 is there too. And they complete, and, you know, legislature completely changed that. There's no guarantee, even if it, that's what it says. Right? And he says, I right. know, I wrote it. Yes, that's what it says, but that doesn't mean it can't be changed.
2: Yeah, you know there's an old proverb um, you know the, the road to hell is paved with, with good intentions and, mm-hmm. and I get what he's trying to do. I understand. Mm-hmm. but the, the reality is uh, it's very it's, I would almost say it's likely that those dollars uh, don't end up or certainly don't stay uh, directed towards technical schools. The other part
0: of that is that a lot of folks who support tobacco taxes um, support them uh, as a way to uh, decrease smoking, right? And it's not being sold that way. And my my, I'm wondering is if people who generally would support it aren't supporting it this time because it's just being used as a. As a, a slush not a slush fund, a way to fund this other project, something unrelated to the smoking the, it's got nothing to do with smoking
2: yeah, and that's I, I think that's one of the weaknesses with this with this proposal uh, you know if you are going to tax uh you know tobacco uh, at least some of it maybe should use, be used for the purpose of decreasing that. I will tell you tobacco tax revenue even today is declining yep, you people know without smoke less. without this and uh, and so uh, even if we were to pass this, which I, I certainly hope the public decides to reject this proposal, um, likely we're going to have to look for some other funding formula for the tech schools anyway. So mm-hmm. this just this is a flawed uh, measure, you know, on its face. The other concern that I have about uh, tobacco tax is it's a regressive tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hurts those that make twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars 40000 a lot more than those that make $150,000, $200,000. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just takes a lot more of their income. And it's not like they can say, oh, I guess I won't buy it tomorrow mm-hmm. because guess what? It's addictive, and yeah. we all know
0: that. Well, so you'd probably be for uh, trying to reduce those taxes on food, too, then, groceries. <laughs>
2: <laughs> another topic and uh, another another interview,
0: well it's supposed right? to go down a yeah. little bit right i mean it's a it's built into the uh this is off topic but it's built into the um, um uh, internet sales tax that at a certain portion some oh, of that money's oh, going to go right. to decrease the tax correct. on food yeah
2: that's correct and i i certainly love that feature <laughs> and again another day right? yeah well yeah, it's a yeah. it's a
0: tax reduction right and regardless you like that yes um so it, it w- we're going to come right back and we're going to talk uh, uh, more about this briefly and we're going to chat about some other stuff on the issue with Don Hager. He's State Director for Americans for Prosperity, South Dakota, and we will be right back. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 446 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and we're talking to Don Hager. He's the State Director for Americans for Prosperity, South Dakota, and uh, that this is a group that uh, generally opposes... Uh, unnecessary tax burden and uh, Don's here. We're talking about I am 25 and that is the uh, uh, tobacco tax increase to try and fund some tuition decreases for the tech school system. And Don, uh, uh, we know you're against the tax. How, so what should we do? I mean, obviously tech schools, uh, we have the third highest uh, tuition at this level of education in the country. They're weird institutions, and the funding mechanism is strange, and so the burden's gotten put on the students. How do we fix that?
2: Well, you know, I, and, and I think that's a fair question, and that's a, probably a question for the legislature to, to you know, bring in stakeholders and to have discussions, you know, and consider what's the proper role in the state uh, in terms of funding this as opposed to, say, our, our needs for um, uh, you know, in the Medicare and Medicaid areas mm-hmm. and in and, and K-12 and higher ed, all those things need to be considered. Uh, I will tell you this, um, you know, in, in I believe all four of our tech schools, and they're all good schools, In all four of them, uh, uh, attendance is rising, and and, um, and so that I think that's a good sign for their health. Uh, I can tell you that... Um, Students that come out of the tech schools uh, get really well-paying jobs. Uh, and, uh, and so th- that system is working. In fact, you can argue the rate of return on a student's uh, uh, tuition, even at that this price, right. is is a heck of a deal. The, uh, the, so, and yeah. the issue
0: here, and I think the reason the speaker is so involved in it, is because it's a workforce development issue. Everybody right. sees this as a way to develop a skilled workforce, and that's true. Yeah. And that is in everybody's best interest. So, if it's in everybody's best interest, uh, sh- it's in the state's best interest. Shouldn't the state be finding some other ways to fund uh, uh, this this very important system of education? Rather, than, because right now they uh, they were for many years uh, 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 it's ta- attached to the, the Department of Education and not the Board of Regents, which runs the colleges, so they were administered by the individual school districts. It's a mess. It's a mess. But nobody in Pierce seems to be willing to really address the core issues, which is the funding for these tech schools, right?
2: You know, I, just like the tobacco tax is a popular tax because the, uh, the other guy pays it, um, the the funding for tech schools, uh, everyone wants the other guy to, to fund the tech schools. Uh, you don't see much support from the local school district, uh, you, you know, they just passed $160 million bond issue, but none of that went to the tech schools. Uh, so they don't, they don't really want to, you know, provide any additional support for the tech schools. And, and, um, uh, you know, and so that, but that's the challenge. Someone has to pay. Um, and, uh, um but right now I, I, again you have to look at the whole system holistically, like I said before. Isn't there some uh,
0: way to, so, to I mean mm-hmm. one of the big areas that is industry industry mm-hmm. uh, our in our our business sector right. really needs this, there must be a way to tap into that investment. I'm I imagine there are many, many businesses in this state who would want to invest in the workforce for their business, right?
2: Well, and I think, uh, in in fairness, I think a number of industries or businesses do. Mm-hmm. Oh, they uh, can, off, yeah. often they, they do it right now. Yeah, they or partner with them. Yeah, they do all kinds yeah, of stuff. With, but they're something yeah. more
0: broad based, and, and people hate to think about it as some sort of tax, mm-hmm. but it's really an investment fund for workforce development.
2: But, and, and if you were to ask me what my favorite source for the, you know the funding of this sort of thing, uh, I would tell you it would it would be industry because mm-hmm. typically government doesn't do it very well anyway. It's a user fee, and so. Uh, you know maybe in an apprenticeship sort of a uh mm-hmm. sort of situation where they say hey i'll pay for your your certificate if you uh if you agree to work for me for 3 4 5 years or yeah. whatever and i you know i i think that's successful and and it's a model that that works
0: um that's IM25 that's tobacco tax let's mm-hmm. talk briefly about uh, IM24 I'm which sure. is another one of the speaker mickelson's uh projects here and that is to ban out of state contributions to ballot question committees, uh, and i 've said many times uh, on the program that it 's patently unconstitutional. You cannot limit out of
2: state contributions. can you um, I agree that it's uh, uh, that it 's not constitutional um, and e- even if we pass this, and I certainly hope the people of South Dakota reject it um, it will be it would be quickly overturned by uh, You know, by by the judiciary, Um, uh, I I think we don't really need the government telling us what sources of information are okay and what sources are not, or or, you know we shouldn't really care who's paying for these ads. You know, look, I don't care that we have some Hollywood actor or actress, you know, um, um, talking about uh, you know passing Amendment W. Uh, I can figure out for myself whether or not that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. So um and I think that's the case here. The idea is that we should focus on the message and not worry so much about the messenger. And that's this major I am twenty four attempts to say, hey, certain messengers, you're not allowed to to talk to us here. And I don't think that's ev I don't think that's at all what the founding fathers intended.
0: Uh no and it's and I understand why but it 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 really gets under my skin a little bit when i think that about speaker mickelson or any politician or anybody in the legislature trying to tell me that these guys over here are bad right this group of people over here they don't they don't know what they're talking about you were hoodwinked which is a word the governor used at one point um but when you agree with me then then you're not. Yeah,
2: right. Exactly. Um, and this sort of uh, this sort of um, you know, legislation is often used to to try and silence your opposition. You mm-hmm. know, and, and like you said, you know, if it's the people that don't agree with you. We don't want to hear from them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it's uh, it's ill considered. And, you
0: know, the fact of the matter is we came back and, and uh, we fixed Marcy's law. Right. right. Right, and that was done through discussion and, and good right. compromise and good good negotiation.
2: Right, you know, and I will tell you there there are I think some other um, approaches uh, in, in, to the initiative and referendum process that have been proposed, mm-hmm. um, even by you know Speaker Mickelson, and that that actually had have, have merit, uh, like some of the restrictions around the um, you know circulation of petitions wanting to make sure that those are south dakotans mm-hmm. doing it and I, th- I think those are solid this is not
0: don hager he is state director for the americans for prosperity in south dakota and we always like talking to him uh don thanks for being here and you have to come back after the election we'll talk about all kinds of big yeah. philosophical stuff we can that. talk
2: about wayfair and yeah and that, <laughs> there you go stuff, so. now, you now we're bet. talking happy to be here
0: we'll be right back and tell you what's going on tomorrow this is the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. This is radio on 458 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. A couple things going on this weekend. Tonight is the fourth annual Taste of Sioux Falls. 538.30 at the Hilton Garden Inn downtown. Get down there. Sports Sculpture Walk. And of course, tomorrow is First Friday. All kinds of good stuff going on. The pavilion's free. It's just... Kirby Discovery Science Center's free. The Arts Center's free. It's all free. And then you get to go hang out downtown. I think I'll be down there. I'll be hanging out downtown this weekend. Come and say hi. Coming up on the show tomorrow, uh, we've got disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub coming in. We're going to do our election predictions and the Buffalo Maiden. Come in here to listen to us. Have fun. It'll be a good time. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOL.